You're listening to the Final Score Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatek here with you. I uh, look forward to chatting on this episode uh, with Chris O'Connor, uh, Ligonor Boys basketball coach, uh, Lancers, or CMC champions after they beat Oakdale uh, earlier in the week. Uh, uh, Oakdale has won the previous three CMC titles, so, so Ligonor uh, knocked them off and, and is the uh, new kid on the block, so to speak, heading into the playoffs. So we'll uh, we'll uh, chat with uh, Coach O about uh, about his team, uh, that game, uh, the season, and then what he expects uh, as uh, Ligonor prepares to uh, begin uh, playoff action uh, next week. Uh, but first, we bring in Joe Ferraro, who saw that Oakdale uh, Ligonor game. And uh, Joe, what were your takeaways uh, from uh, Ligonor's fifty-four fifty-one victory over Oakdale? Well, I think pretty much uh, anyone who was there, it, it's the same takeaway. You know, a fantastic basketball game. Both teams r- really going at it in the final quarter. Uh, you know, leads changing, and 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 really, uh, you know, it wasn't uh, a case where you know Oakdale you know played poorly by by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, as far as far as the pace of the game goes, that you know, edge edge to Linganore there. There were a couple of uh, situations during that game where, you know, Oakdale did what it likes to do, just um, just get out and uh, in transition, you know, play fast. And but for for the most part, it it was you know with with Linganore as far as the pace goes, you know, really, you know, getting the most out of their possessions and. And then uh, getting the shots that they that they like, uh, I'm sure uh, Coach O'Connor will will touch on that. Uh, just uh, you know, being smart with the basketball and and then uh, getting getting the good shots out of their offense. Um, you know, Oakdale, you know, you know they were they were forced to do a lot of that, but you know they they too took took a lot of good shots, got the shots that they wanted, just uh, <laughs> it didn't fall. And that and that was the difference. Yeah, Oakdale's the team that's been there. They've done that. They've won. They'd won three in a row. Uh, they yep. they had beaten Ligonor earlier in the season in a close, uh, another close tight game. Yeah, twice, twice, uh, twice overall too. So. Yeah, right. Um, and they were up ten points. Uh, the the Bears were uh, early in this game. That you think Ligonor was in trouble at that point. I, I didn't think so. Um, it didn't get up to 15 or, or 17 like it did, uh, you know, the last two two meetings. So, you know, did not think they were uh, they were totally out of it. Uh, you know, definitely got a big jolt out of out of uh, Cole Mitchell. I mean, you you look at this guy; he's uh, he's a physical specimen, uh, disruptive on, on the defensive line for the football team, and he's. He's doing things that um, you know a, a guard you know normally does. You know, you know, getting, getting steals in the backcourt. You know, r- running down for fast break layups. Uh, uh, you know, you know, driving uh, to the basket, and uh, you know they got they got a big uh, big push from him after that ten point lead, and then uh, and then everybody else got in on the act too. So, so yeah, the, the, that Langenor offense, you know, many, many options. Yeah, and we're going to talk about this with uh, Coach O, but but Lignor, the thing that strikes me about them is they don't really have one or two players. They don't have a, they don't have a star player that they really count on. It, it it's really a collective effort with them. And in fact, if you look at the leaders that we publish in the paper uh, for Frederick County Boys Basketball, Lignor, there's not a lot of names uh, on on the scoring list. I think Joe Schiller's name appears on the rebounding list, but but uh, assist and scoring uh, there there's there's not a lot of names, so it's really they do it as a group. I mean, they they count on everyone. 
They do. They do. Um, yeah, uh, Matt Schiller, uh, you know, really. Uh, or excuse me, Matt Schiller, not yes. Joe. I, I yeah. think I've called him Joe a couple times. Yeah, no, no, no worries. But no, he's, uh, boy, I mean, they feed the ball into the post to him and, uh, you know, he could either, you know, be, you know, really assertive and, you know, and, uh, you know, post up most guys and, and finish or, I mean, I, I think he's, he's one of the best, you know, passing big men in, in the county though. He, he, uh, he's always, you know, finding, you know, kicking the ball out to, to open shooters and really everybody, you know, takes on that, you know, that mindset, uh, you know, to, to look at a, a Linganore basketball game and and see a forced shot, I mean that's um, it, it's a rarity, and it's because they they really share the ball so well and just just wait wait for the best shot. Yeah, and they're easy to overlook uh, just because they don't have that star player. And, and, and Oakdale's been the dominant team in the county, but at the end of the day, Linganore's a nineteen and four basketball team. That, that's a that's a really good record, and I think people might not realize how good they've been over the duration of the season here they they, they just played bolus yeah. uh, a, a good private school team very very tough um so they're, they're sort of an overlooked very good team yep yep and and i i think they they thought that they should have you know, won that game i think that, uh, that had a big uh, a big impact on them you know playing well against against oakdale and 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 Linganore has has yet to lose uh as they're you can probably uh, get that from the record, but has yet to lose uh, two games in a row this season. So that's it's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. So the Lancers will be the uh, top seed in the three A West boys basketball playoffs. They'll take on the winner of a Friday's game between Tuscarora and uh, North Hagerstown. Um, elsewhere, um, we have some other uh, top seeds: uh, the Middletown Girls uh, returning. Uh, Class 2A uh, finalist uh, last season. They're the top seed in the uh, 2A uh, West region. Um, uh, Catoctin, uh, a team that you've been keeping an eye on, Joe. Uh, they're the top, the Catoctin girls, that is. They're the top seed in the 1A West region. And those teams uh, get buys. Um, and Oakdale, of course, is the top seed in the uh, 2A West, uh, too, uh, on, on the boys' side. So, uh, a handful of top seeds and a handful of teams that they could potentially make deep runs in in, in the tournament. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Uh, you look up and down, you know, as far as the brackets and just just looking at some of them, and you, you see some some familiar opponents that'll that'll be you know pretty tough tests for for our area teams. You know, the the Linganore boys. Um, you look at that playoff field. They have, there's you know Reservoir and, and that team, which which actually beat uh, uh, TJ in the in the playoffs last year. Uh, you know they're they're back. You know Newtown for you know two A boys. They they've always been there. Um, you know the girls um, uh, Pikesville and and Forest Park are, are very good for two um, A girls. So Middletown uh, once they, they they go up against it, they're, they're going to have their hands full. You know I think uh, out of all these teams, uh, the Catoctin girls. Uh, they they could you know potentially go very far and you know you have to take in, into consideration the the revised playoff brackets and who they're going to face uh, you know if, if they eventually get there but but uh, you know if they do uh, boy uh, you know the Catoctin girls team which uh, you know very deep um, you know itself at least they you know they spread the wealth 
you know, they, they, they could be a factor and they, they could go really far. Don't want to forget about the Frederick girls either. They're the top seed in the 3A West for the girls, but they're a much, suddenly they're a much different team uh, than they were even at the start of the month uh, just because they had the four starters uh, leave the team. Uh, we don't know the status of a- Ashley Bush. Um, Middletown uh, beat them soundly in the CMC championship game, but, but behind 42 points uh, from their star player and UConn recruit uh, Sailor Poffenbarger. So Fre- Frederick is a team that we we, we, we don't know what we're going to see when the playoffs start for them. They still have an excellent player in Rose Bubukar who's capable of winning games for them. But, but, but man, the, the, the road's a lot tougher back um, as, as they go for four state titles in a row. Yeah. I mean, you know, that team, you know, over the years, you know, the one thing that's, that's really carried them and most of their opponents haven't been able to handle is, is that, you know, suffocating full court pressure defense and, you know, it's something that in the in their past, uh, two, you know, three games, I, I believe, you know, they haven't, they they really haven't used that, and so, you know, it's probably a deal where you know with you know so much um, you know inexperience coming from the from the JV level, that you know the the starters are playing heavy minutes, and so it's it's a case where, you know, you can't really you know wear them out. And and really, um, you, you know, uh, do that with them. Whereas, you know, before, it it was a case where they could shuttle in fresh fresh players in and out of the lineup, and they can <laughs> they can really do that. But um, that that's going to be a tough challenge for them. Now, now granted, you know, the, their half court defense uh, still still very good, and and they really put forth the work and the intensity there, but. But boy, that full court press—it's uh, that's going to be a big weapon not to have. Yeah, I mean, and, and it, it's just a weird situation because we don't know the status uh, with Coach Ashley Bush. Frederick, she hasn't been on the bench for I think the, at least the last two games, if not the last three games. Yeah, but it's at least been the last two. And Frederick County Public Schools, frankly, won't tell us if, she, if she's still coaching the team or not. So no. Um. So 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 there's a lot we don't know about the story. Um, it, it seems like there's some sort of goings on behind the scenes with, with FCPS and Ashley, uh, but, but we, but we don't know. And, uh, w- will she coach the team again? Um, is, is she not the coach anymore? I mean, uh, it, it's, it's hard to get straight answers from, um, Frederick, Frederick County public schools about this, uh, at the moment. So, so th- there's a lot swirling around that Frederick, uh, girls basketball team, but, um, is there a team, Joe, outside of those, say, five top seeds that, that you feel um, could make a run uh, among county teams? Outside, outside of the number one uh, seeds. Yeah, like, like I, Katak I think, and Middletown Frederick girls, Oakdale Ligonore boys. Well, uh, let's see. The, uh, yeah, the Katakton girls are, are a top seed, uh, yeah. uh, I believe. So, um, you know, the, the Middletown boys. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've been very a, uh, one, yeah. impressed with them. I mean, they're they're a number three seed. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, the class uh, you know two A is, is very deep, and you know Middletown has has beaten Oakdale this year. I mean, they they, they um, now they're a number three seed, and you know we'll see what happens. You know, beyond the first round game, but you know has not lost at home all year. You know, so. 
So they're they're, they're going to be they're going to be a tough out. They, they have a talented Poffenbarger uh, as well on their team. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, with with Reese Poffenbarger, you know Brian Walker, uh, Veron Tala is another you know really good player that's uh, that's come on uh, you know for them. Um, yeah, Jalen uh, Husky. Yeah. Jalen Husky as well. Mason Duty, uh, very underrated uh, inside. So 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 yeah, they've got a, a well-rounded uh, team that. Uh, yeah, can, can can go can go very far. A team that I look at is the Ligonor girls, who are in that three A West region with Frederick, and with Frederick sort of being in a uncertain state right now. I wonder if the Ligonor girls could maybe break through and 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 make a push and maybe uh, slip past Frederick and 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 get into that state quarterfinal round. So, so they're they're a team I'm sort of keeping my eye on. So. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, the last time the, those two teams played, it was you know somewhere around a, a ten point game. So, so they you know they were in it uh, pretty much the whole time. So, so yeah, that's a definitely a good call on your part. Yeah, and the Urbana girls too uh, playing playing in four A. Uh, they've had a decent season, and and they won't see a lot of other county teams in four A. And, and Frederick County is typically uh, strong across the board for athletics. So, can the Urbana girls make a run too? So. Uh, the playoffs are underway at the end of this week. Uh, the top seeds are in action early next week after after getting a bye. Um, so so here we go. Uh, uh, winter sports season uh, coming to an end. Uh, indoor track is over. Swimming is over. Uh, wrestling state championships uh, next week, and uh, and the basketball playoffs will really be in full swing next week. So, Joe, thank you as always. And no when worries. we come back, uh, we will talk to Ligonor boys basketball coach. Uh, Chris O'Connor, uh, freshly minted uh, CMC champions. Uh, we'll talk to Coach Joe, so stay tuned. In just two short years, Chris O'Connor has taken uh, the Ligonor basketball team to a Central Maryland Conference championship. Uh, the Bears, uh, or excuse me, the Lancers, uh, rallied from a 10-point deficit on Tuesday night to top Oakdale, ending uh, the Bears' three-year reign atop the CMC. And uh, Coach O is in studio with me now. How are you, sir? I'm doing uh, great, Greg. Thank you uh, for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Uh, What what did that win, that championship, mean for your guys? I was really excited. You know, our kids have have faced a lot of adversity this year. Um, Starting off with, you know, we were really missing half of our team due to our football team having a lot of success. And we really didn't get into a flow with with the guys who who are playing now probably till about uh, middle of January. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, it was good to actually, you know, play full strength. Uh, and it was real exciting to, to be in that atmosphere and, and to, to play a real competitive game against uh, against a good team and come out on top. Yeah, you guys are 19-4. and four. I, would, I would almost say you're like an under-the-radar 19-4 and four because Oakdale gets a lot of the chatter. And it's, it's, it's easy to overlook you guys because you don't have – a player really I'm, I'm looking at the leaders and and you guys don't even have a bunch of like scoring leaders in the area Sh- joe schiller is on your rebounding list but but it seems like a real collective effort for your group yes um and i agree we, we're a very quiet 19 and four um we have four or five guys who hover around eight nine ten points a game but we don't we don't have that dominant player that's going to go out every night and, and drop 20 and i think that makes us uh a really hard to beat right uh, did you know that was going to be the requirement going into the season that it was going to take really everyone. Oh, I knew it was going to take everyone. I know we have a, we have a lot of depth. You know, we 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 can throw ten, eleven guys out there any given night, and our and our level of play really doesn't change. Uh, but but you know, 
we always talk all the time, you know, it's going to take, you know, 13 from this guy, nine from this guy, eight from this guy. Maybe it's only four for you tonight, but you know, next week you might be the guy who has 14 points and is our leading scorer. So we're, we're very balanced and we, sh- and we share the basketball. All right. Uh, Oakdale has been the standard bearer for boys basketball in this County for, for the last decade, really. But, but you guys really pushed them in both of your matchups this season. I think they got you by a couple points in the regular season and you guys turned the table in the CMC title game. What was, what was the difference? Um, Nothing. I, like you said, I think we we're very two evenly matched teams. Um, I think we we played four quarters of basketball this time. We played. We were we were intense. We played mentally tough. Slow start though, right? We had we had a slow start, uh, which is um, kind of uh, what we've done against them all every each time we've played them this year. Uh, but we overcame it. Um, but you know our, our kids are tough. And that's one of the things we hang our hat on. They're just having tough kids and playing hard the entire game. Right. Uh, Joe Ferraro talked about this in his story he wrote, but but you guys played a very good private school team just before the CMT title game in Bolas, and you guys felt you hung right with them, and, and, and I think that sort of showed your kids that we can hang with a pretty good private school team that has a bunch of tall, big athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been fortunate to be around a lot of good coaches, yeah. and um, you know, some basketball guys always tell me at the end of the year, you want to play some really, really good teams. You know, go outside of your conference, go outside of the county, you know, if if you lose to somebody who's better than you, yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't right? matter, right? But it's going to prepare you for, you know, the playoffs or, or or a county or championship game, which is exactly what we wanted to do. Um, so one of our coaches, uh, Tim Abercrombie, had a had a connection down with Bullis. Yeah, I was going to ask how they got on the schedule. Yeah, yeah so um, we were able to connect with them, and we're you know hopefully we can play them here the next couple of years. And it's a it's a really good matchup for us. Right. Who who are the guys that really? Uh, I mean, uh, Francisco's. Uh, um, been a guy he's, he's a he's a sophomore right he's a junior now. Or, or, or or junior okay yep. i'm yeah i'm like i'm looking at an old roster um but he's a junior and he's he's really been a guy that's really gotten things going for you for for a couple seasons now yes he's a, he's extremely steady um you know he is not afraid to shoot the ball with the game on the line in fact uh he wants the ball you know sometimes we have to we have to tone him back a little bit but it, but uh he's extremely consistent uh, he can knock it down with the best of them. Yeah, Francisco uh, Palacios. You have another. You have another Lang. How many Langs have come through the uh, three so or four? Right. There have been four Langs. We have two currently on our roster: Sean and Ryan. Uh, Ryan is a, a sophomore. Sean's a senior, and they are consistent, solid, really, really good basketball players. Right. And, and, and Thomas uh, Lang uh, played, and he's pl- pl- playing college basketball. Mm-hmm. And there, there was the, there was another Lang uh, uh, too, Nicholas, uh, Nicholas yes. Lang uh, t- uh, too, and he is he playing. playing he plays at uh, Mercyhurst. Mercy, yes. yeah. So both college both, basketball both players. College so basketball he, players. so it's always good to have a Lang on your roster if you if you're a Ligonier boys basketball coach. It seems without a doubt. Yeah, right. Uh, no <laughs> doubt. Um, you're, you're, the guy that is on your on the leaders list in the county, as we as we mentioned, is Joe Schiller. He's he's an awesome football player, and he he was another guy that was probably slow to get acclimated on your roster just because your football team went to the state championship game so yes um you know he's a guy who who had a a really serious injury last year uh you know tore everything in his knee during football season and missed all of basketball so it's almost been really two years since he played in a varsity basketball game and it's you know it's taking some time but he's you know every bit of six foot four 215 pounds and he's, he's done really really well he's gained a lot of confidence um, one of our assistant coaches, Jordan Dixon, does a great job with him. He, he coaches our bigs. Um, he's been really putting some time on some of his, his post moves. Right. So, 
Rick, Rick Connor, the, the the football coach, said he said he said to me, "Wait until you see Schiller on. on you think you think he's good a good football player? Wait until you see him on mm-hmm. the basketball court this year. And just 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 his rebounding, he's just bigger str- bigger and stronger than a lot of kids, right? Uh, without a doubt. And you know, uh, oftentimes people want to discredit someone just because they're bigger, you know. But but he's he's skilled, he's tough, he's tenacious, um, you know. And, and I think um, experiencing such an injury last year where he he went without, he didn't get to play." You know, I think it, so. It means just a little bit more to him this year than than you know maybe someone else. Well, he's, what sport is he going to play in college? Does he know? Or? I'm not sure uh, what sport he's going to play in college. I know he just got a um, a huge NJROTC scholarship. Yeah, where they're going to pay you know, for his entire schooling. He's a great student, uh, so that's that's really exciting for him and his family. Right. What, what what did you think you had with this group at the start of the season? Um, you know, I knew we had a lot of guys coming back from last year, and we were really successful last year as well. Um, but with that being said, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we don't have a kid who's going to go score 20 points a game every night. You know, we don't have someone we can always rely on. Uh, so it's kind of kind of wait-and-see type deal. I knew we had a good team. It's going to take us some time to gel and, and mesh as a team, and uh, hopefully I think we're playing well right now, and that's the most important time to, to, to peak. So we've mentioned uh, Francisco, we've mentioned Sean, we mentioned Scheller. Who are some of the other guys that are really stirring um, the drink for you? Chase Maddox has come on really, really strong yeah. this year. He's extremely athletic. Um, he's really worked on all all facets of his game. He's, he's really uh, worked on his outside game. Uh, Kendall Johnson is another kid who, who's really stepped up. He, he can he can stretch the floor. He's also extremely athletic. He, he, um, he starts for us. He, he's good down low. Cole Mitchell. Uh, is another big kid who's, who's six foot five, long, lanky, athletic. Another football kid who's really the last couple of weeks have gotten his basketball legs under him has done really, really well. Um, both the Langs, who we talked about, um, Timmy Connor, who is a, uh, a sophomore, can shoot the lights out. So again, it's been a whole, really, a whole team concept. Yeah, we sh- we should mention that the regular season is now over, but but the playoffs are. Uh underway uh, next week for you guys right you're you're the top seed in the uh in the 3a west right yes we're the top seed and we're going to play the winner of north hagerstown and tuscarora and that game is friday and you're very familiar with both of those teams Yes, we played yeah. uh, both teams uh, obviously twice during the, the conference schedule um both are both are really uh well coached they're tough kids uh they'll be athletic um, it should be a, a, a good a good matchup, whoever we play. How how far do you let yourself look ahead in in, in the region? I know you're focused on on one of those two teams, obviously, but but how far do you lo- allow yourself to imagine what might happen? So I I learned a long time ago that you, you never look ahead. You know, I always always just concentrate on the game right in front of us. Um, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, to put my kids in a situation where we're we're looking ahead you know it puts pressure it puts pressure it. on them too right yes. when, when you start saying hey we're we're we, we, have, we have to get this yeah, yeah right yep we just one game at a time control what we can control and that's the team we're going to play uh next tuesday right how, how is this job um suiting you in, in year two here the, the, this um because you're also a football coach but how's the basketball job um um you know it was it was an adjustment at the beginning um with, when i coached football as offensive coordinator i was used to telling the kids what to do every single play you know in basketball you know you're running a set or you're running a play you can't tell them what to do every single second you know in football I can give the ball to my running back as many times as I want to right and but he can just be better than everyone he else he can be better than right. everyone else or, or you know we have a design pass where we want to throw the ball to a specific kid yeah in basketball we can run a, a couple of sets and a couple of quick hitters but the game is so fast-paced and quick 
um, you know, practice is even more important for, you know, to, to, to getting the shots that we want to shoot and have, making sure our kids are in the right spots. Have you, have you wanted to coach basketball for a long time or when the, um, when the opening came about, was that something you jumped on right away or did you have to think about it a little so bit? So when I first started, uh, 15 years ago, I was a, a ninth grade coach. I was a ninth grade coach for three years. Um, then they got rid of ninth grade basketball. I was an assistant at Oakdale for one year. Under Coach uh, Connolly? Under Coach Connolly, yeah, right, who, yeah. I, who I played for when I was a, a player at Urbana. Um, but when the job came open, you know, I um, talked about it over the weekend with my wife after the job was posted. And it was, you know, something I was interested in. And I, you know, I figured I would would take a shot and go for it. Yeah, I mean, you're a dad too, so you have lots of family commitments and and coaching two sports. I mean, there's not a lot of free time uh, for you. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, the uh, the O'Connor house is is often empty. Yeah. And hopefully, a uh, burglar doesn't is not listening to this show because we're never there. Well, you, you didn't give me your address. Yeah. So stuff, we so, are. Yeah. We're never there. We're at uh, one of my events or one of uh, both of my sons' events. Right. The sports that they do. So it's, it's, it's a sporting household. Oh uh, yes, it is. So, yeah. So my wife. Um, yeah, we went to college together. She played college soccer, so she understands. She coached. And, and uh, where'd you go to college? Towson. Yeah. So she um, she coached uh, high school soccer for a couple of years at Quince Orchard. She was a JV coach there for a couple of years when when we first got out of school. Um, but you know our our house is uh, revolves around sports, that, that, which that, is that, a good thing. That, that's yeah. fantastic. I, and we're, we're talking to Chris O'Connor, the uh, uh, Ligonier assistant football coach and head boys uh, basketball coach. I mean, you're an Urbana guy. I mean, when you were at Urbana, could you have ever imagined yourself coaching for Ligonier? Um, not in a million years. Right. I, I That's never what I mean. would, have, would yeah. have imagined that. Um, really, one of the catalysts, you know, for that change was was Coach Rick Connor. I mean, he was um, my middle school teacher at Windsor Knowles and uh, JV basketball. And yeah, he's like Mister Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. So when he kind of made that switch, you know, I, um, he was able to offer me, you know, a football position. And just, you know, luckily enough, I was able to get a teaching position at Ligonier. So that change kind of just. How did, how did you feel about that transition uh, initially, going to Ligonier? It, I mean, was, it, it was a little different. You know, obviously you, you spend four years at one school, and then you come back, and then you're working and coaching against that school's arch rival. Right. Um, as a kid, you know, um, my oldest sister went to Ligonier. Okay. And when Urbana was well, open. Were you guys right on the borderline? We were right or? on the border, yes. Okay. Um, and then when it opened, my, my middle sister – uh, she was the first graduating class at Urbana. I was the third. So actually now my parents still live uh, where I grew up, where they live. Those students go to Ligonor now. Right. How how much was sports a part of your upbringing? Um, I did football, basketball, and baseball probably since I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, both of my sisters did sports. My parents. Uh, do, you have, do you have brothers? I or? have no brothers. Okay. No, brothers. That's, that's interesting. Is, is, yes. did your, and your sisters played sports too? Both my sisters played sports. Um, okay. My sister is currently the field hockey coach at Ligonor. She did field hockey and softball. My other sister did um, was a soccer player. She played soccer at Mount St. Mary's. Okay. Because the stereotype is girls play with dolls, boys play sports, but it wasn't like that in your house. Oh, uh, not at yeah. our house at all. Um you know, my dad had this saying, yeah, you know, be a man, suck it up. And my sisters, specifically my, my, my middle sister, Karen, she would always play on my team. Yeah. She played baseball with us. She played basketball with us. She was the only, you know, she was the only girl on our team. And, you know, were you as tough as your sisters were? Um, 
I like to think so, but um, probably not, right? Everyone knows who the toughest girl in our family is, and it's uh, Kieran <laughs> by far. Right? So. She she could beat you up. Uh, she thinks she can now, but you know. <laughs> right? Were were your parents athletes too? Um, they not necessarily, you know, huge athletes themselves, but they um, we come from an athletic family. You know, it was always. Whatever we did, at, at whether we went to our grandma's house or wherever my cousins were always playing, everyone was always doing some sort of sort of sport. Right. Were you driving right when you turned 16? Because with, with so many commitments with sports, it's a huge commitment, time commitment. I mean, your parents had to get you and your sisters to all these events. So were you driving yourself to a lot of your own yes. events right when, when you turned 16? When I was 16, I was uh, going to baseball practice or basketball practice or football practice. And how yeah. many cars did your family have to get you guys up to all these sporting events? We had events? Four. four. Four cars. Four yeah, cars. That's, yep. what it, that's what it takes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I know there was a lot. Yep. <laughs> Anything less than four cars, and you might have been missing practice or something like yes. that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. So, what I mean, you had so much athletic success at Urbana, too, playing, playing all three sports. What I mean, you were a part of the football team that mm-hmm. won four – how many states you the, the four in a row but how many were you a part so of so i i yeah. was a part of of three of those teams three i was a sophomore and got moved and, up and about halfway through the year and almost 40 straight wins right yep, and yeah 40 straight wins yeah, yeah i mean what, pretty cool. what do you what do you remember about that playing for coach uh, carruthers in, in in that time period you know you you look back and you just think about how much fun you had you know you you don't remember every game and all the stuff and all the scores obviously you know we won the state championships, but you think about the relationships you built with the kids and, right. and your and your friends, you know, and a lot of those relationships I still hold today, which is which is pretty cool and unique. Right, you you played for Coach Carruthers, you played for and coached under Coach Rick Connor. I mean, your influences mm-hmm. are, pr- are pretty off the yep. charts, right? Yep. And I and Terry Conley, right? Terry so, Conley and, too, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm obviously not mentioning yeah. guys, right? Yeah. yeah, and there's there the list goes on. I feel like I'm very was very fortunate to play for a lot of uh, really, really good coaches. Yeah, do you, do you incorporate a piece of each of those coaches in your style? Oh, or? without a doubt. You know, yeah. I try to take something good that I've learned from all of my coaches and try to blend it into to the type of coach I am what, today. What do you admire about Coach Carruthers? He was always so calm. Whether it was, you know, we won the state championship, whether someone did something wrong in school, he, he was very mellow, very calm, and always – that enabled him to make smart and, and wise choices. So I've kind of learned over the years just to, to stay relaxed and clear-headed so you can you can really think about what you're going to do. That's the toughest thing to be, right? Mm-hmm. A calm in sports because it's an emotional thing. Yeah, you, it's Something happens that makes you happy. Something happens that makes you mad. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. calmness yep. must be one of the hardest things to achieve as a coach. That without a doubt, trying to stay level-headed and being able to think about, about the next move or what, what's going to happen Right, next. and you have to let go and move on mm-hmm. too, right? Yep. Without a doubt. Right. Yep. Have you ever... Have you, ever met anyone as energetic as rick connor i mean his energy is is off the charts it seems it um no i have not right I've, yeah he uh he has a passion uh for for sports for for youth that's uh that's unparalleled and it's 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 energizing it's invigorating just to be around him every day just to show the Show the emotion and the passion that he has for other people. Always so positive too. Like like mm-hmm. you, you don't. You, there's no negative energy coming coming from uh, Coach Connor. So. Very very rarely do you see 
negative stuff from from like a- anything's possible uh, w- w- with coach mm-hmm. so i mean so, so you're a busy guy i mean uh, but, but you see how busy he is and he's in, up up at four four in the morning or whatever mm-hmm. he wakes up and says yep. this is the standard this is this is what mm-hmm. this is how it has to be done right <laughs> yep a little bit a little bit of that's rubbed off on me whether <laughs> right. uh whether i yeah. like it or whether i don't like it who, who, that's, who's that's, up who's up first you're coach uh, coach connor's probably yeah, up yeah. before i am uh, right but uh you know you got to wake up early and you got you got to put your work in right you know you go to be, go to bed early too. I go to right? bed early. Um, you know, you you we get home at the O'Connor house probably about eight o'clock, and the lights are off before nine. So for for, for everyone, for everyone, yeah, no, no kidding. So yep. no, no no TV at night or anything no, like no that. No TV yeah. at night. Uh, you know, they the kids we have practice or whatever we do or running around. You know, we like to, to like to get to bed early and wake up early and get on. Right. So so bed. your 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 background in sports has instilled a discipline in you that 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 pays off to to this day right yes without a doubt there's one um the thing i love about sports and you know really our society has kind of gotten away away from this is you you get one chance you know the game there's a winner and there's a loser you know and you got to prepare prepare to win and you know that doesn't always happen in all, all aspects of life so i really really enjoy that right and when when did you know you wanted to be a coach? When did you know that coaching was going to be your path? Um, you know, that's a difficult one. Um, you know, I always loved sports. You know, as a kid, everyone thinks they're going to be a professional athlete. I think I held that dream till I was probably like in high school. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's just the next logical step. Well, you know? what was the moment that taught you said, "Hey, I'm probably going to be going pro in something other than sports"? Is the old NCAA commercial? Oh goes. yeah, it's, it's <laughs> exactly it. You know, um, when, when the kids get, when you, the kids in college are pretty big and fast. Oh, and when stuff, you, the yeah. kids are big and fast, and I'm five foot nine at best. And, right. You know, and uh, us short guys, Chris. Yes, I, mean, we, I know. We, 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 we weren't built for big time sports, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. I can blame my mom and dad for that one. No, well, no, but but but, but you can also <laughs> thank your mom and dad for for everything yeah, they did. Uh, right uh, exactly yep. so um but but the sports was something that was going to be a big part oh, of your well, future yes yeah. yes i knew i knew i always wanted to stay involved in sports um you know i've been again i've been very fortunate to be around a lot of good people and i've always felt like you know it's now it's my time to to kind of carry on their message and, and their legacy and hopefully you know there's a kid i don't know about who's gonna 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 fall in love with sports like you know kind of like Dave Carruthers taught me, and Terry Conley, and Rick Connor, and you know all those guys. What was your first coaching job? Uh, I was a ninth grade assistant football coach. You were at Ligonor. At Ligonor, yep. okay, right. So, so you, so you first ho- year out of college, yep. So you, so you hooked on into, into coaching right away. Yep, I was uh, twenty two, just graduated, and uh, you know, coach said, you know, you're gonna come to. Uh, back then, ninth grade, they only had one practice. Varsity football had two days. You're going to come and you're going to follow me around. You're going to watch what I do for the first half of uh, varsity practice. Then you're going to go coach the ninth grade, and uh, we're going to get you get you up to speed and teach you everything as as quick as you can. Right? Were Were you still unsure about coaching at that point, or did you realize that was your path? Oh, I knew. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Right. So. What What's the toughest part about coaching? Um, the toughest part about coaching for me is. You can't always do it yourself. You know, as a player, you have to delegate. A, yeah, you have to delegate. You know, and, and as a player, you, you you knew the ins and outs of all of your teammates. You you knew what their home life was like. You knew everything about all your friends and who you were playing with. So you knew what what buttons to push and how to lead them and how to talk to them. And this is more of a a challenge to, to get to know all the kids and, and how to coach them and how to treat them because everyone's different. Right. I mean, you're part of that big Ligonor juggernaut football program. Just what's it been like being being a part of that? It's the state title, 
uh, in, in 17 uh, three straight trips to, mm-hmm. the, to the state final too. You know, it's it's a um, it's an experience of a lifetime. It really is, um, but it, it just doesn't happen. You know, it's a common misconception. People, uh, Ligonard just has really really good players, which we do have really good players. Right. But our coaches, our community, our parents spend so much time working and tirelessly working to uh, to be that successful. And, and, and people also don't see all the work that goes on in the, in, in the summer and stuff like that. The, 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 all the hours the kids mm-hmm. are spending in the weight room and, and all the game film yep. that you guys are breaking down mm-hmm. during the week and stuff. So, yep. so it, it, like you say, it just doesn't happen by, by it accident. It doesn't happen so, by accident. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how – Thrilling was the state title in 17. That was about as good a game as you can get. You can't get a, a much better game than that. Right. You know, we, yeah. we're down by so much. We came back and we take the lead, and it's like. And so much had to happen, too. Like, yes. uh, Ryan, if Ryan, he, if, 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 forever, if, if, if he know. falls a half a step short on fourth down, the ball's. Mm-hmm. The, the ball goes over and the, and the game's probably over for you guys. Yep. Uh, Davon, I mean, just going over the goal line. Mm-hmm. I, I think he had a couple tough runs there for a couple first downs. He scored the game winning touchdown with what twenty seconds left or something like yes, that. It so was a, it was a memorable experience. Right. And and the next year was the exact opposite. Was the exact opposite. It, it, because uh, you guys had your chances in the first half, didn't capitalize, and then mm-hmm. and then you paid for it with a last second field goal. Yes, so again, against Franklin. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, w- I mean, are you a guy that you do you enjoy the wins more than losses, or do the losses stick with you more than the wins? Um, that's difficult. Yeah. Either I mean, way, do, do you it, hate, do you hate to lose more than you enjoy winning? I don't know if I can answer that one. Okay. I think yeah. each each game for me is different. It really depends on how we play. Right. You know, if we play well and we lose, I'm fine. You know, yeah. if we don't play well and we win. Yeah, you know, maybe I'm not such a such a good mood. Right. Well, so. With so many athletic-minded people in the O'Connor household, how competitive was it? I mean, were you guys at each other's throats and playing board games and stuff like that? Or? Oh, yeah. we You name it, we used to do it. We used to, you know, set up this course in our um, in our backyard and have a lawnmower race. And the lawnmower goes one speed. And, like, we would think that one person would be faster than the, than the other. But, you know, it's just that's the type of stuff we used to do. Right. So. But you're racing girls, and that, that, that's almost like a thankless position because if you win. If I win, I'm going to, yeah. You, you beat a girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and if you lose, you lost to a girl. Yes. So, so, so you're. So lose, lose. Uh, I'm sure your sisters didn't. Yep. Well, they weren't sympathetic to your position, and they didn't realize all the hardship no. you were faced, faced in all yep. these competitions because right. no credit for the wins and. And and humiliation for the losses, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. How much pr- how much pride did you take in, in winning some of those lawnmower oh, races and with, stuff? Yeah. It, you know, it's bragging rights. Right. Yeah. You know, over your over your siblings in a uh, in a competitive household. Right. So. Did, were, were they bad? Would you brag a lot, or were they brag oh, a lot? Oh my gosh! If, yes. If they beat um, you? It's funny now. I I joke with my siblings. I'm like the mediator between both of them now. As we're as we're adults, I kind of like. Are you the middle middle I'm, child? I'm, I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. Okay. But I always so two, like two two older sisters. Two older sisters. Beat, yes. They could beat you up. Yeah. That they still think they can. Right. Not yeah. Anymore. <laughs> so it's funny now. I you know I I consider myself like the mediator and always make sure everyone you're, you're, is you're the you're the level head. The so. level head now. Yeah. So it's, but it's but yeah but you, but you have to be as as, as a coach right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coach yep. it's coach uh, Carruthers Tachi. Exactly. You, you got to be level headed and mm-hmm. and not let things not not let the moment get to you. So. What was that transition like? Just this, as you guys were preparing to face Damascus in the state football final, and then trying to get a basketball season started. So too. it was a, um, it was four very very long weeks. You know, we would um, 
prepare each week for football season no different we would, have, would you have to practice basketball in the morning or so we practice uh, basketball after football practice oh wow um, we would okay. go you know i would leave a little bit earlier from football practice probably about 4 30 and we would go basketball about 4 45 to about 6 36 45 each night um then i would get done that and i would go to my son's practice his basketball practice um, and, and, then, then, and then it was right to bed. And then it was right to bed, and then it was and up it, early and planning for, and then for you'd the be, next you, day. You'd be doing it all over. Did, 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 it, all did, over did it feel like Groundhog Day? Uh, uh, for a while there, yes. There was yeah, a lot right. of uh, K-cups with some coffee. and uh, Yeah. Did you drink, drink energy drinks or anything like uh, that? Or? No. Uh, I drank coffee. I started drinking coffee. So, that's, so, so that, that's your caffeine. That, yeah, my caffeine. Yeah, right. My second son, uh, he was... He liked right. to cry, so I had to start drinking coffee right. when I was 32. Right, and, and you're not a guy that drinks soda, I'm guessing. Nope, so. no soda for me, very rarely. But during those four weeks, uh, yeah, you can guarantee I had some uh, yeah, Coca-Cola some, some, some <laughs> Coca-Cola, is that, is that, yep. is that, is that your mm-hmm. beverage of choice? Or? Beverage of choice, yes. uh, Did your kids eat a pretty strict diet, and, and, and you cut down on the junk food for, uh, for them? Um, you know, we're, we're healthy people. My wife yeah. now runs marathons. Right. So um, There's no room for junk food in there's your no, house. There's no, you know, yeah. we have... Uh, do you, my, you do you even have junk food in your house? We do, yeah. we do. My my wife loves loves dessert. You know, we'll go well, out who, to dinner. Who, who who doesn't? Yeah. Well, I I honestly I really don't. Oh, you you know, don't? I, yeah, I really won't eat it that often. No, I, I, no I have some ice, ice, cream. I, I, ice cream. Okay, no co- no cookies or cakes or anything uh, like that. Sometimes every now and then. What, 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 around. what if someone like brings a donut in or to the coaches to the coach's office or something? Uh, we might have them then. You know, it's. Coach Connor, he never never really likes desserts either. So I kind of right. Yeah, all, all, well. all you healthy yep. sports yep. people. So yeah, yep. right. So so there's not a lot of temptation in, in, in your house. There's some, but but not a lot. But so. some, not not too much. Right. Yeah. So, um, and, and your kids don't say, "Hey, Dad, but can we have this or have that?" Oh, no, they they yeah. try. Yeah. My my oldest son likes to ask, and he you know he tries to act like he didn't have you know a bag of Skittles before or something. But you know, right. We're on to him. Right, and and you guys you guys eat out a lot, or do you make your own food, or um, uh, probably a combination of a little bit of, of both. We try to go out maybe once, yeah, you know, once a week. We'll it's, go it's, somewhere it's, as a it's, family. It's tough with the family yeah. uh, with, with all yep. sorts of schedules and stuff, and mm-hmm. find time to to, to go out. Yep. So, um, did your football players? Did they? Uh, uh, your ba- your basketball players that were football players? Did they practice uh, right so after football no. practice? Yeah, we would. You know, my philosophy. You know, when football season was done. You know, football season was done, and we gave them you know three, four days, and then that they could have their their basketball tryout, and then right. we would move on from there. Um, so you know that was, you know, fair for them. Right. So so what were you had to guess that you were going to have a slow start this season, right? Yeah, we you know we kind of I kind of knew going in you know um, that it was going to be difficult for the first couple of weeks, and I think last year kind of learned my lesson. Um, you know. I, we just threw a couple kids in right away who came from football right to basketball, and they really weren't ready. And I think by the end of the end of the season, their bodies were wearing down a little bit. Right. So we gave some guys, you know, we didn't play a couple guys the first couple of games. We kind of we kind of babied them, and you know, now I think they're, I think that was a, that was a wise choice. This right, year. right, right. So you think there's more more gas uh, left in the more tank? More gas left in the tank. But yes. but did you did you exceed expectations? Because you guys have been good all season. Like, yes. the, were you playing better than you thought you might early on? Um, you know, I knew we had had some depth. Yeah. So you know, you know, we shot the ball well early on, and you know, hopefully we'll we'll, we'll kind of kick that back up here in the playoffs. Um, but you know, the kids did well. Right. So so what have you guys sort of talked about in terms of like 
expectations? I mean, I know you don't like to go beyond the next game a lot. And is there no talk about beyond the next game, or have you talked a little um, bit about goals and expectations? Or we talked, we talked after our our uh, holiday turn. We went to the Governor's Challenge and, and we won our bracket. And we said, all right, you know, guys, we're, we really haven't talked about it, and uh, you know, what are your expectations for the season? What do you guys want to do? And and you know. All of them said they wanted to go down and play it at the Xfinity Center. Right. So that's kind of been kind of been our goal, um, and you know we won our conference. We won the the CMC game on Tuesday. Uh, so the next step would be to win win the region, and you know, and then kind of win the the round of eight. After I, that, I was going to say changed how, it. How do you look at that? Yeah. How do you look at that state quarterfinal wrinkle? So that, I think that's I think it's good. You know, I really do. I think you know you, you you play still you play teams in your region, but then they reseed the eight, right. so you're gonna have. So you're not gonna get a team just from a weak region getting to the state yes. semifinals. Yes, you're yeah. gonna have the best teams in the final four. Right, and that's what, I'm a strong that's, proponent. That's, of. that's what that's what you want, right? Yep. That's right. what you want. Um, yeah, but but it's a total wild card, right? Because you because mm-hmm. you don't know who you're gonna get in that in that quarterfinal round. You don't know who you're gonna get. Yep, but right, which is, which is good and bad. Right, I, uh, you're a three A school, so is Baltimore Poly. I mean, you know how good they are. Uh, we and, we, uh, yeah. we know all about them. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. So so, yes. so so that that that's a hurdle you're going to have yeah, to potentially one. face, but it'll be an awesome challenge uh, oh, yeah, uh, and an awesome experience for you guys. To, yes. to, and, to and have if, it. Yeah. And if we're fortunate enough to get down there um, and play a team like that, um, but you that'd play, be awesome. And you just played Bullis and and, mm-hmm. and hung with yeah. Bullis. Oh, of course, of course. So so we've been there, done that. Right. So so you guys want to be totally awed by the moment. Not. Our kids will not be right. We'll back away uh, or shy away from anything. Right. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, your your colleague and, and your and your good friend uh, Mike Rich uh, just got the uh, Catoctin football coaching job. Yes, that's um, you know I'm, I'm really excited for Mikey. Um, it's 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 pretty cool when um, you know someone has a passion for something and, and they get to do what they want to do. Did you see so, Mike? Did you see Mike uh, becoming a head coach sooner rather than later? Um, I mean, who knows that? Who could have guessed that Doug Williams was going to retire? You know, who could have yeah. guessed that Doug Williams right, was right. going to retire? You know, I know Mikey had aspirations you know, to be a head coach one day. Uh, I didn't think it was going to come so soon. Right. Yeah. But you know, um, you know, I'm excited for him. And you know, I kind of joked with him. I have to find some way to watch a Catoctin football game this year. I was going to say, you're going to you're gonna have, to, you're gonna have to get them on the schedule mm-hmm. uh, uh, this year somehow. Uh, hey, hey, the, 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 1A, the 1A state champions uh, on, on Ligonora's schedule. I don't think Mikey wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But, but that's one thing people don't appreciate about your football yeah. schedule. Is you guys played a pretty monster mm-hmm. football schedule. I mean, your, your, your non-county game was against uh, a, a New Jersey state champion. So, so you, guys yes. were, you guys were really battle-tested mm-hmm. going for, for much of the football season. Yep. So. And um, a credit to Coach Connor, he'll play probably play anyone at any time. Right, but but, but, see, but see, you guys are in that boat like you and Oakdale and some of the other like no, you, it's hard to get games because mm-hmm. well, it's not as much anymore because they've changed the playoff system. Before, people didn't want to ding their their playoff mm-hmm. point number too badly, so they wouldn't really challenge themselves, right? Correct. But but isn't sports better though when 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 you play tough games and challenge yourself? Because like I said, losing a regular season game that shouldn't be the be all end all, right? It shouldn't be. And the beauty of sports should be, you know, the the best team should should play each other as many times as they can, and no one should should shy away from that. Right. 
Well, Coach O, we wish it, we wish you we wish you well uh, going into the awesome. playoffs here. I look forward to seeing how far your team uh, can stretch this. Thanks for thanks for coming in and doing this. Uh, uh, it's been it's been fun chatting with you. Awesome, I so, truly appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, uh, Chris O'Connor, uh, Ligonier Boys basketball coach. Lancers uh, gearing up uh, to begin their playoff uh, season uh, against either a Tuscarora or North, North Hagerstown next Tuesday. Is next it Tuesday next night. Tuesday yep. night? You'll be you'll be at home. The, t- the top seed in the Class Three A West. All right, and that does it for us this week. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. My thanks to uh, producer Graham Collins for putting this all together. And uh, we'll see you back here next week on the Final Score Podcast.